Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza. Their pizza is delicious. It's award-winning, and they have so many other dishes that they offer. Make sure you check them out on Angelo's or at Angelo's on Madison Avenue in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY, who makes incredible enamel pins for us. We're still talking about the awesome bobblehead pins they made of D'Lo Brown. Uh, they do that and so much more, so make sure you check out Pollyanna DIY for all sorts of amazing uh, wrestling-related merchandise and more. And also thanks to Smartmark Video and their new merger, independentwrestling.tv or IWTV. You can go to smartmarkvideo.com and purchase all sorts of past AIW DVDs. You can stream things there as well. You can also pay for a subscription to IWTV and watch all sorts of things from the AIW archives. Also, shouts to Paula's Donuts. One week later, we're still going strong on these things. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to take to eat those things. There's a big box. But uh, hopefully you joined us last week at the Odeon. Uh, this week, we're uh, we're talking about how the AIW crew goes to AEW. As we spent a night there getting to see some old friends uh, back with us this week. This was an odyssey. Back with us is Worldwide. Uh, Some doc- of our events were way more eventful than others. Yeah, Dr. Dan is here. Uh, Maserati West Barkley yes, is here. Yes, sir. Back to it. Back at it. You already know. Uh, Joshua Bishop may chime in here a little bit. Hello. There he is. It's a little more reserved this yeah. week. AIW owner John Thorne, as always. And, of course, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Tampa! <laughs> we're coming. I'm coming. We're coming. We said it last week. We're I coming told you. Got the flight I paid told you. I thought you'd be a little flat. tired after First Friday. Flat. Goddamn. Yeah. We're back, baby. Woo! Let's go. Woo-hoo! We called it last week. Thankfully. Sound the alarm. Thankfully, you didn't actually murder Dr. Dan. Catch the replay on IWTV. Catch the replay on IWTV if you didn't see it. Broke his neck. Yeah. Broke his neck in the ring. Bob Holly style. I have one of those cone of shames on right now. Yeah. Cone. How do you like me now? You wear the cones when you don't lick your nuts. How do you like me now? I get the visual out of my So anyway. Straight to rehab. A week and a half ago, many of us went to AEW. Absolute. All Elite Wrestling. Get the E out, baby. AI fucking W. Well, we went to a little gorilla marketing with the red sweatshirts. <laughs> Watched some friends at All Elite Wrestling uh, that was here in Cleveland for Dynamite. We got Taz, we got Fonzie for now till I kill him in Tampa. My God! Oh, stop! I'm not sure how much longer we're gonna have Fonzie with a talk like that. <laughs> it was uh, anyway. It was good. It was good. We got to see some old friends Fonzie, the night before. Last but- week I should have learned my lesson. This week is confirmed. Joshua Bishop is going on the Do Not Podcast list. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's going on the blacklist. For the podcast. Can't wait to see those twi- tweets. Why do you let him have a. Mac, baby. Ar- no, I like Arthur. No, Arthur does fine on the podcast. He, he only chimes in once in a while. The, You're just. Like, hey, tell him about the. Tell about bulking season. Oh, they already know. Yeah. <laughs> I can just only imagine Thorne's face going. He gets a little nervous. He gets oh, a little but I'll nervous. I'll tell you what I do know. It's that last week at the Intense Arena, the Rip City Shooters beat your ass one, two, three in the middle of the ring to seal our ticket to Tampa. Deal and deal, brother. 
Wow. So AEW. So AEW. <laughs> Well, the night before we it started, well, off, we, I, got to, we got to we got to hang out with Joey. Well, I guess we'll just we'll talk about it. Um, how it even came to be that we were all somewhat invited to go to AEW, which was uh, I had worked with their live events guy on a <coughs> Jim Ross Jerry the King Lawler tour a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, you know we connected on LinkedIn of all places, and. Um, we when when they announced the show, I think in November, I think they announced it that they were coming to Cleveland. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, you know, I I shot him a I shot him a message and I you know it said you know if they need local promoter in the area, I would be more than willing to help them out. And uh, you know they were definitely interested in a local promoter in the area. And um, you know from there, I did some promotional stuff for them throughout the city to our email list and things like that and um you know we were then cordially invited to attend the all elite wrestling dynamite taping uh based on just a little little business dealings going on little did they know that not only were they talking to a local promoter but they were also talking to local big shot oh local man show pe- big shot. people local were show big shot. people were shouting that at me <laughs> When I was walking to the Wolstein Center, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Moving on down to F seven. Yeah, I actually I got that shirt from the from Jay Gold from the the mysterious benefactor. Uh, oh, he got Gold. it made. I he got the sh- the shirt made. I saw it at Hell on Earth. I'm like, I want that shirt. That was awesome. Where'd you get it? He goes, Oh, I'll wash it and mail it to you. Six days after Hell on Earth, it was in my mailbox. You guys oh. the same size? Yeah. Wow. Speaking of things that we have, I have your coffee. So, John oh, Thornton. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Smart Roast. Yeah. Uh, so, did you feel like people were saying that? Uh, Probably fucking around with, with love, me. Yeah. yeah, fucking around with me. No one was saying it with malicious intent. That's always nice. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it, and it's always good to kind of open up those, um, you know, communications. You know, it's not like, yeah, it's not like WWE's reaching out and saying, "Hey, you know, help us out." So, well, and we won't get super into everybody that was necessarily involved or talk about what they did backstage because we can't. But it also helps. We, you know, we have a training school, and they use extras just like WWE does. And, you know, yeah. So Opens for, up that conversation. Yeah, from there, you know, we we were able to get some guys booked and get some guys back there and helping out and doing things. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I got, got, uh, got a decent experience for some of the guys from the school and some networking going on. So, yeah, it was uh, – overall, it was a decent experience, but I guess uh, we'll talk into just – them coming into town and getting to see some old friends. Um, Tuesday, I got uh, I got a text from BJ Whitmer, and oh, I got a. I'm being so distracted because Josh Bishop just keeps flexing to himself yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's actually flexing to Wes Barkley. Yeah, yeah it's just it's so distra- it's so distracting. It is I can, audio I can, podcast, not visual. I can't fo- I cannot focus with these two guys sitting. It across is the from each most <laughs> natural. But unnatural partnership, I think you've ever yeah. witnessed. You know, you thought Philly Marino, you thought Philly Marino loved each other. My Should God! I, hey, look, I don't want to be the guy to do this, but 2020, we're talking about prophecies. Me and Josh Bishop were putting back the wrestling ring about two years ago, and what did we do? We picked up those belts and we looked at each other, those tag team belts, and we looked at each other, and we just, we just nodded our heads we and knew. said, "We knew." Big and said, "Go get the new belts out of my car." Yep. And put them downstairs. Yep. We were the first yep. tag team to touch those titles. The new ones. And we knew. Ooh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Man. 
If you could feel that electricity. Steve Payne, you might have got to hold around your waist first. Oh, Steve Payne, I got your number. Steve Payne. These guys just like make you, weird noises. Were you yeah. the one to steal yeah. Steve Payne's chain wallet? See, this is the Weird World's mistake, was we would always hold the uh, old tag team titles in the uh, storage unit back when uh, they had to travel, like, over the border and shit. But you won But you did get to Yeah, we did ones. one for one fine day. How do you guys touch the belts before you win them? That's you guys like had them luck. for, like, a whole month. Yeah. A couple of weeks. Never we wanted the old ones. <laughs> yeah, we know. Oh, we know. <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness! I can't even focus. Yeah. Today. So anyway, BJ Whitmer. So yeah, BJ, shot you at sex. BJ Whitmer texted me and he said, you know, he was in town and um, I, I ended up uh, I ended up going and picking him up from his hotel and we went up to we went up to a bar and uh, you know Duke and Dom and uh, several people came up and we you know we ended up shutting the well not shutting it down but uh we were we were having some drinks telling some stories catching up it's been a while since i've seen bj i got to hang out with him for a while and you know he's catching me up on everything that's been going on in his life um which we won't get into into that but uh yeah it was cool to see him and just you know him you know it's like that's the kind of stuff that's interesting to me is you know hearing you know what his duties are in aew and how it all works and uh you know just very interesting to kind of get that perspective of things you know from being an independent wrestling promoter to then hearing how like this you know worldwide television production works and yeah you know he was just like two years ago he was just the guy that was partying hard at the jail it you know or a right. couple, so it's like it's kind of crazy how it's all how it's all worked out for him but uh but he's been in the business for forever such a long time and he's always been kind of like one of those just awesome wrestling lines well, well respected guy and uh yeah it's just it, it was it was pretty interesting um to just fucking be able to you know pick his brain for a little bit and then i go and drop him off and it's like just weird like you know you're you're dropping him off at the hotel and like jack evans is just standing outside smoking a cig and uh jack and- evans from the heavens my guy iranian tobacco you know i got you jack if you're listening hit me up we're going to mexico together we're rocking and rolling let's go and, uh, Evans. Yeah, so you know it's just weird seeing stuff like that, and uh, from there I was gonna go home. However, Worldwide was really pumping up now that's class on a Tuesday <laughs> night. As being, it was hopping as being the place to be, in which uh, him and Joey Janela speak, and Joey Janela goes to now that's class, and I'll t- let Worldwide take over. Well, it was vegan uh, food night, and there were all sorts of uh, allegedly the boy was in on the lookout for some babes a lot of babes there a lot of babes enjoy the uh vegan uh fucking snacks and uh as soon as he showed up everyone left yeah it was the wildest thing there but was... uh yeah then eventually but i uh took him through the uh gave him a tour of the place showed him uh where uh, him certain a wwe superstars had done certain things maybe gotten chest to chest with me in the back parking lot of the bar uh, showed him uh, the window. No Actually, I got to introduce him to Window Guy from the from, uh, from Wrestle Rager Three. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, and he was very stoked on that. The newest Window Guy. No, no, the uh, old window, window Guy because the old Window Guy's back from Australia. Oh, from electric, so the Chinese from, food Window Guy. Oh, that's Wrestle Rager Two. Oh, yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Then yeah, the first yeah the, the first, first Window Jesus. Guy. The first Window Guy. Yeah, so Window Guy Numero Uno. Uh, he got to meet him and he was very stoked. 
and uh, showed him a few other things, and then we just uh, chilled at the bar. I uh, had to do like three seconds of work while you guys were there. What yeah. an allure of Russell Rager, though, that Joey Janela was pumped to meet Window Guy. Yeah, very true. Uh, <laughs> so I was going to go home after I dropped BJ off, and Joey was like, hey, where are you at? <laughs> like, where you? At? I came to this bar, and there's nobody there. Yeah, it's just you, me, Worldwide, Joey Janela. So I went there, you know, instead of going home, and then you were there, Will yeah. was there, and Joey Janela was there, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was, uh... There was a couple, a couple bomb-type guys coming in. Yeah, coming in, asking for some. Joey was getting annoyed with uh, somebody who kept talking about helicopters. Oh, yeah, that was a like, local comedian. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're like, all right. Guy. No, it was not no. me. And, uh... We were like, yeah, maybe let's go where some people are. It was fun. It was nice. It, I will tell you this. You it was see a nice some guy uh, knock somebody out of the gay bar next door. He did see that, yeah. And that was one of the guys that came inside asking for money, wasn't it? Uh, no, he came back immediately after you guys left and uh, got in my face and was like, looking in the eyes of a maniac. And I'm like, I know that song, bro. But it was nice to, uh, to chill there and, and catch up with Joey for a little bit, just like have regular conversation. And then we're like, all right, let's go party a little bit another like weird thing before i even skip over it is like with aew coming to town like other like media people came to town and sean ross sap from fightful oh, yeah. was in town and like he came to the aw school on tuesday and he interviewed people like i know he did a sit down with prohibition and uh so yeah like it brought like all sorts of kind of different weird marketing opportunities for different peoples with with them being in town and just networking things which is which is interesting because you know, like it, when WWE comes to town, it's a, it's just a WWE show. You know, like it's nobody else kind of no gets extra frills. It, yeah, nobody gets to latch onto that. It, you yeah. know, we, we were able to kind of set some things up, which was, which was, uh, you know, pretty cool and a good experience. And a, you know, especially for like Josh Prohibition to be able to do a sit down interview with a, with a big you know kind of news outlet like that. Um, but yeah, so from. Joey Janela at now this class. We went to Avenue Tap, House, Tap House for ca- karaoke night. There were some people in there. There were actually people there. Yeah, lots of weird shit going on. Immediately, in there. a girl was hitting on Joey. I, that blew my mind. Like literally, he was just sitting there. We we're talking, and a girl just like comes over and takes his phone and like follows her Instagram from his Instagram. Yeah. she's like, "Look, this is these are all my pictures." And he's like, "Okay." It was so awkward and weird she and didn't know who he was no idea no or that he's like on television that she's just she no idea he was network television star joey janelle no no clue did he have the hair straight no, no. he he had a hat on jacksonville jaguars oh i will yes. say every, all of them yeah every every <laughs> motherfucker has a jacksonville jaguars hat on, that jaguars works for hat AEW, on yes. which is a funny little tidbit she just she literally was just like hanging next to him and then yeah like thorn said grabbed his phone and was like what's here I am on Instagram. The WCW. It was, guys it was so bizarre. A lot of uh, Atlanta Brave shit. I don't know. I mean, could be. Could have happened. That's, that's, that's a, a great question. Lex Luger could have had an open Dave Justice jersey. You know, you never know. But uh, yeah, so uh, from you know, it's just hanging, hanging out from there. Nothing too exciting. Um, turns into a pretty late night. But uh, I, I went to work the next day because I knew that there was probably going to be one of these days that was going to turn out to be even later and that would have been Wednesday night. <laughs> so uh yeah, that was, you know, from there it was just like the next day Wednesday we we threw our we threw a little impromptu AEW pre-party. 
Had those Wes Barkley signings. Ran out of Sharpies. We ran out of Sharpies. We were signing so many autographs. Thanks to everyone that came by and got an autograph. Next time we'll do some pictures. What was the weirdest thing you autographed? Can't say that on the podcast, but use your imagination. Sparkly does sign skin. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I would have guessed that. But we did that at, uh, where were we? Becky's? Becky's? Becky's, yeah, right, time. right by the Wolstein Center. Yeah. Which did is, anyone come by to uh, acquire those two free tickets? They did. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head who who it was. Um, I acquired two of uh, Nick Sanka's uh, chicken bites, so that was nice. Yeah, and you drank my Coke, dude. Yeah, well, it's just I thought there, it was Sanka's. You're just eating food, and then I put well, my Coke I down, ripped sitting there at a table. and and went into another galaxy. And you just start drinking. Like, don't do drugs, man. Like it's there for you. Alleg- don't do alleged drugs. <laughs> They're pretty legal now. Yeah, you got to watch out. You got to watch out for these pens, all these people with lung, lung problems, man. Didn't you go through the D.A.R.E. program? Uh, yeah, our uh, the cop that did our D.A.R.E. program got popped for uh, selling drugs. Ironic. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, Officer Dunnigan from Avon, man. Good guy. Yeah, he was some Kirtland cop, like, got fucking busted. I don't remember the name of my dare cop. Me either. I think they were fine. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, so we had like we got we got Becky's pretty pretty packed though. Um, you know, it was pretty. It was really packed. Yeah, it was packed, and uh, you know, from there we had we had a lot of drinks, and we made our way to the Wolstein Center. Um. You know, we had tickets in kind of like the the bleacher area, and then we had some floor tickets, which was pretty cool. Uh, got to sit uh, second row for most of it, in which you know the beers were flowing pretty good down there. I'll say oh, that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't flowing root beer. No root beer at the Wolstein. You were summer. very upset about that. I, I was very upset. I about did not see you that labels, entire night. Twenty twenty silver labels. A lot of beer going. A lot of beer going. There's a lot of beer going. Also, uh, a lot of um, alluding to. STDs from behind yeah, us. Yeah, the, the, there was a guy that really just wanted to spread AIDS awareness. I don't know if like this, like the people sitting behind us had not been to a wrestling event since like ECW in like 1997 it sure or something that way. But like <laughs> they were saying some, they had some real hot takes. Man. When all those uh, Puerto Ricans came out with uh, Latinos, brother. Yeah, well, they well, were they Puerto, Puerto Ricans. Rican. They had the fucking yeah. flags on and shit. Yeah. they were yelling about fucking calling ice, and I'm like. That's not gonna do anything. Yeah, those are citizens, pal. Those were a lot of people with a lot of hot and cold takes around that arena. Got, yeah, yeah. Arthur McArthur was ready to fight someone. They got the fire theme night. though. Proud and powerful. They got a sick theme. I'm gonna give it that to them. Who's that? Santana Ortiz. Yeah, they yeah. got a sick theme. It took over as uh, my new AEW favorite theme. And the guy that was wearing the duster jacket was my favorite dude in their squad. Uh, Latino Sting with the baseball bat and the duster. <laughs> oh, the group of guys that came on? Yeah. Yeah, these dudes were just like... Oh, I will say this because like some people have been like saying, like saying said some like... They're like, oh, were those your guys with uh, with Santino and Ortiz? And I was just like, no. And I found out later on that they were legit Brooklyn street thugs. They weren't like workers. They were oh, like really? friends of Santina and Ortiz from like New York. And they were just like, hey, come on down. We're going to use you for yeah. this thing. Which I'll like, I'll get to later, but I've like, and someone's like, <laughs> like someone left a comment on the AW page. They're like, were those your, your guys? And I was like, no, from what I understand, they were legit Brooklyn thugs. And he was just like, oh, cool for keeping kayfabe alive, man. <laughs> I was just like, no, they really weren't. <laughs> they really like, I'm, te- I'm being honest with you. He's like, oh, cool. Like, it must, it's still real to you then, huh? 
Like, and I was just like, no, that's like the real story, man. Like yeah, this guy, like was, they were they were boys of Santana and Ortiz. This guy was arguing with me, but uh, yeah, I mean, the show, uh, you know, it was pretty cool to be that close and. Um, yeah, that's a whole other experience. Yeah, I've never me, been that close at an arena show before. Really? No. Nah. Yeah, worldwide. Like, what What did you think of the whole situation? Well, <laughs> I was, like, kind of in my own zone. And, uh, no doubt, well, yeah. number one, it was a hell. Like, you guys gave me tickets, and then, like, we got separated, and I circled the arena three times looking for F7. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't finding it until finally, like, and also, I hate the fucking Wolstein Center. Uh, fucking went to a TNA show there back in like 2013, 14. Me, me too, brother. I was yeah, there. I know. I bought fucking uh, tickets off of you there because I didn't have a bank account at the time and I wanted to save $5 off of uh, fucking, you know, for some advanced tickets and uh, bought the fucking t- shit. And then I went outside to smoke a cigarette because the Hulkster was taking way too long on a promo. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah, there's no reentry. At which point I threw monstrous hissy fit through a garbage can left the building and um then proceeded to later on that night break up with my girlfriend and uh yell at some other fucking girl uh that i blamed for my one friend's death on facebook and a bunch of other shit either way wolstein center bad place for me so i was all ready for like uh, but I already knew that they were going to, you know, just be stomping on my rights as a goddamn American citizen as soon as I fucking walked through those doors. What, what are you talking about? What in? <laughs> so anyway. Where are you, man? Worldwide. Is, does any place have good memories for you? Because all I've ever heard uh, is like, I used to have fun at the queue until they decided that they were fucking changing their fucking address to Dachau, Germany, fucking not letting me leave fucking to go smoke a fucking cigarette. Yeah, they're trying to look out for your well-being. Over my well-being. Yeah, they give a fuck about yeah, my well-being. That, they, dude. That was the problem with Germany back then. Yeah. They weren't letting people leave to go smoke cigarettes. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> but, <laughs> so anyway... Yeah, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, hell of a blonde guy. Anyway, so did you enjoy yourself sitting close? I did have a good time. Jericho is a fucking living specimen. He looks really good. Fucking, um, it's very loud. Cody's uh, entrance. Stole he the sequence, a, of course. So yeah, he my stole style. the sequence, of course. So your style. He stole yeah. the flip sequin jacket. That's my gimmick. He was the sequin. tribute to you, bro. They call it the, the, the sequin Sultan style or whatever. What do you call Marion Fontaine call me? Hey. Paying tribute to the shooter. All right. All right. Easy we'll there. I'll tell you what he didn't steal is whatever that whoa, 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 whoa crazy bass right thing you guys, was. You guys know that like you can't all talk at once, we'll right? We'll see at the Winchester, bro. You can't all talk at once. Yeah, and then when you just keep talking louder, it doesn't help. Just noise. All right. My anyway, God. We'll see you at the Winchester, Jerry. You guys are like the biggest, like, this is the biggest collection of just Mike Hogg motherfuckers <laughs> ever in a podcast circle. Well, we just have our passions and we follow them. Yeah. And uh, Just like my passion is an absolution. Okay. <laughs> you keep it up on this podcast, I'm going to answer that fucking challenge. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Uh, so, uh, worldwide, you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, I had a good time, though. One problem, uh, I uh, fucking... Uh, was kind of so like gone that uh, I didn't really look up for my phone for about ninety minutes. <laughs> okay, so, oh, we're, 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 so, yes. so here's 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 a classic worldwide uh, <laughs> during this during this environment worldwide. Uh, his phone his phone dies and he looks at me dead serious. He says, "Hey, bro." Can I log into my Twitter from your phone? My I was just gonna dead. tweet from your account and just sign it for me. No. I was asking oh, Sanka no. too. And I was asking everyone, I was like, yo, I got some like thoughts. And like then Sanka noticed. He's like, dude, you're like fucking tearing your hands apart right now. And I'm like, yeah, I can't smoke and I can't tweet. 
what the fuck do you think I'm fucking supposed to do right now? And uh, that's on me, though. I mean, it's also Let's on, I mean, I don't know how it is at you, other arenas. You could have been back in the Flynn row last row. They probably had f- fucking phones back <laughs> well, there. Well, they probably could buy at other arenas, they probably have, like, you know, fucking charging stations uh, had, down towards the front row for these uh, front row fancy people. But they had charging stations. Not at in the, the Wolstein Center. They had cha- charging stations on the on the main concourse. Well, you could have just walked around and, like, found I should have just stations. asked Veda. She was right there. She probably had access to a fucking phone charger. That was funny. We're standing there, so we, we go to our seats. I'm standing next to Duke, and I'm like, does that girl just look? Exactly like Veda, or is that Veda? Yeah, she's the timekeeper, I guess. Time yeah, I don't yeah. know what that was all about. There was all sorts of weird stuff going on at this show. Yeah. So we got to see Veda. Cheech, Cheech was handling security. Cheech was secure in the situation. Yeah. Cheech and BJ both part of a pull apart. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty fun show. It went pretty fast. It was a pretty fast two hours. It wasn't like a like drag, like nothing drags or anything like that. Yeah. Um, also. I uh, one thing I noticed on the way out of the building that was different from like a WWE show is like a WWE show you leave the building, like one third of the people fucking hated everything that happened, and then like one third of the people like maybe just loved or enjoyed it or like didn't care, and then one third were like you are just like ironically going off on shit, and the one thing AEW has going for is like it hasn't been around long enough for people to like cynically like and ironically like enjoy things yet, and they haven't like. No one's jaded. Yeah, no one's jaded, and, like, no one's, like, they haven't, like, completely fucked the dog yet, like, where, like, fucking they have so many people coming that, like, half the crowd fucking hates it. So it was good positive vibes. Yeah, I think people are just happy that there's, like, an alternative that is to that level. Like, yeah, I I think some people don't even consider independent wrestling an alternative. Yeah. But, like, it's in an arena, so they're like, oh, this this is cool. Like, this is a cool alternative, and, like, they're in that kind of realm where they can do no wrong right now yeah i, I mean that, even while i was like circling the arena looking for fucking f7 uh fucking when taz was making his entrance fucking there was like just some hillbilly dude had to have like come up from cincinnati or something just going yeah buddy that's the guy survive if i let you meanwhile though there were the guys again the guys behind us who kept talking about scds and for some reason they're sitting there and and wes and duke are listening to them break down like move sets and <laughs> I don't know was you could explain better <laughs> which match was this I don't know what the match was there's some guys talking shit us. about Jack Evans and I was really not having any of that because Jack Evans is my dude so when they were like oh this guy this match I think this is what we were talking about me and Duke are just looking at each other like, these dudes serious and especially you gotta put some respect on Iranian tobacco Jack Evans from the heavens name alright and it's also funny because... But there was some scrubs, but if I was just trying to get on hard camera the whole time, that was all I was trying to do. I just kept turning and saying, February 7th, it's going down. Anytime I saw a camera with a red light, February 7th, Nyla Rose tried to hop the guardrail and try to oh, get in my face. I was oh, like, no, she was trying to get to those guys the behind guys us. The guys behind us, yeah. But then she was trying to kiss me. <laughs> I Hey, it was the guys behind us. Yeah, she was mad, like, because they were, they were saying their weird STD heckles, and she, yeah. like... She, like, jumped the rail. She yeah. was really mad. I don't know that they were saying anything, like, transphobic, which I, oh. I guess I'd heard some people were. They were just doing, like... They said everybody had AIDS. Everybody had AIDS. That's everybody what Arthur had, got all Britain had Everybody had AIDS. AIDS. Sorry to hear it. in front of them was all, you know, like, getting on that, and Arthur was like... They were being super phobic. Yeah, and he yeah. was, like, getting real heated. You could see it in his face. He was in another section, like, next to us. We were looking over, and you just see him, what? like... 
I just shake his head back. And these forth. guys weren't. Then they were. They were just. I will say the one thing that they said wrong was because they clearly like just watched WWE. Like when she was trying to hop the rail, the guy kept saying like "You're the man," like instead trying to say that instead of Becky Lynch. Yeah, he's trying to and like up. Oh, yeah, no, no, and I, that just made Nyla Rose even more upset. Yeah, but they were. Uh, they were interesting characters. Oh well, yeah, those guys are funny too because like you know they just seem like such miserable pricks and they spent money to be down there. And yeah. I, meanwhile, I spent right. no dollars. Duke, Duke got mad because they were uh, commentating that a dude took a, a German wrong. He was like, "What? What? Is that what it was? That was it? Yeah. He landed on his tailbone. I was like, "Bro, come on! Like, you want to see a dude die in front of us? Like, what are you doing? You already saw someone die last week. Right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I don't know that those guys. I don't think those guys were there, brother. Yeah." I'm just a ghost. I didn't hear any STD chance. Happy to not, not have there. them around. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it was it was a, like it was a pretty positive, pretty positive experience though. Um, and then uh, could have done with some more cock cutter signs in the crowd. I'll say that. It'll stop. So. <laughs> you say it three times, he shows up. Yeah, you say it too much, he shows up. But uh, right when like um, right when dynamite was ending, uh, Britt texted me and she's like, "Oh, I have your backstage pass," and I was. Real drunk, and I was like, I don't know if I should go back there. Uh, and then, like, you were out. Duke was like, Don't go back there with your beers. And I was like, Fuck that, dude. I'm not wasting these. These are nine bucks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got to, I got to go back. gets their money. I got to go backstage, and uh, that was pretty interesting because I've, I've, you know, I did like one WWE house show thing where CM Punk shaved my head, so I've never been back there for like a big television production like that, uh, and that was cool to see. And you know, I was drunk, so that <laughs> after party thorn was out. Yeah, I was after drunk. Party talk yeah. thorn. Yeah, I, I was drunk, so like everything just seemed like uh, that much cooler, and I wasn't nervous at all. I was just saying whatever, and like mingling with people and. Uh, yeah, it was you know hit the catering scene a little bit and uh, did you give Wardlow another pep talk? No, I I, <laughs> I only saw I only saw Wardlow for seconds. You know why would I give him a fucking pep talk? That's, you gave him He's the pep talk right. at the after party. He's doing all right. After party, Thorn was out. Yeah, what though? His, after he did his tryout after party, he's <laughs> yeah. doing way better now. Doing right. <laughs> yeah, do the tryouts, guys. You yeah. end up uh, watching a MJF back. But yeah, I mean, I saw Max back there. I saw lots of people back there. Tyson Dukes was back there. Oh yeah, yeah, Man, which we was weird. Seen him in forever. Yeah, which was strange. Um, I saw, um, you know, all ki- all kinds of people. You know, there's all sorts of people that have come through AIW that were that were back there. Um, it was fun to see all those people in like a a bigger environment, like a TV environment like that. You know, Max is walking around as he comes out there. And you see Britt doing the promo, and she's getting booed like she's supposed to be getting booed. You know, it's just gave, gave her a killer line, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Sometimes, sometimes people don't cite their sources. Make sure if you're writing, don't want to plagiarize anything. Make sure to cite your sources. Anybody that's doing an MLA format, agree to become a dentist. She would know how to cite sources. Exactly. I guess not. Huh? Exactly. I guess not. I don't know what the medical journals are like for uh, dentists, but uh, no MLA format. But yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was back there. I got to, you know, and then I got to meet some people that I didn't know. You know, like I met like QT Marshall. John Cena. John Cena wasn't back there. <laughs> Come on, man. Just throw it out there. <laughs> this Randy you, Orton. That's how you get yourself on a blacklist, bro. <laughs> Cena wasn't there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there was, 
you know, there were there there were some secret people back there that I will not reveal, but yeah, um, it was uh, Arthur MacArthur. <laughs> no, Dan just said he was in the crowd. Chuck Stone, <laughs> Matt Justice, we know was out there. Private Theodore, Stephen Dunlop, he was there to do some stuff. <laughs> Who'd you say? <laughs> you, guys, you guys caused me to do so much fucking editing. Yeah. Like this is why I'm so irritated today because I'm gonna have to ir- I'm gonna have to edit so much of your yeah. bullshit out. Uh, I'm gonna be up all while fucking you, night. While you were back there, uh, you missed our fun when we got to see Colin Delaney come out. So like when I was walking back, like I walked kind of like I don't know, like around, but where he was warming up, and I was like. You know, I was able to give him like a little fist bump real quick before yeah. he went out. You know, because he was getting in the zone because it was minutes before he was uh, he was getting ready to go. We moved uh, to the front row at that point because the guys who were in front of us from uh, ninety two three the fan. Yeah, That's they who were, they were. Yeah. yeah, Ken Carmen from the morning show. He and uh, his producer guys. So they left because they. Uh, <laughs> I was getting those early. vibes off. Lima of them. I'm like, too. no, Lima was uh, in Miami. Kenny, Kenny Kidd, the old mega ring announcer, he was there. Yeah, Kenny Kidd has been to some AIW shows. Yeah. Um, but so we move up at the front, and we were all pumped to see Colin, and we're cheering for him, and he, you know, giving us the wave and, and everything. That was it's great. I, I will say, I could hear the AIW chant backstage, and yeah. I was like, real fucking pumped. But like, That's, I was looking for you to do the same uh, the same pose you did when they chanted AIW. I was NXT. in the back, I brother. I was I was rubbing I was rubbing shoulders with the fucking important people back there. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just got to talk to some people and stuff. And then um, I thought, you know, the show overall was a pretty fun experience. I'd be remiss uh, if I didn't ask you on behalf of Nick Sanka, uh, did you did you talk to to Luther, Doctor Luther? Dr. Luther? <laughs> Dr. Luther, that's no, our boy. I, actually, I did not see Dr. Luther back there. Oh, man, we got to see him. It was for Dark, right? He had his tongue out. Yeah. yeah. He had his tongue out. I did not see Dr. Luther at all, actually. Like, I, like, I didn't see, like, I saw the Young Bucks from a distance. Uh, I saw Cody from a distance. Uh, like, Omega. Like, I didn't talk to any of the, I didn't talk to any of them. They were, you know, they, like, they walked by to go and do, like, their closing show thing. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't talk to them. They were they're pretty busy so it was good yeah the AI dub chants were cool colin was uh colin delaney showed like it was for me it was awesome because how we continuously talk about colin and cheech being so amazing and on this night colin in particular he did that yet again and like they gave him a lot more time in that match like you see him on 205 or wwe and it's <coughs> it's kind of like a glimpse but it was a solid yeah, I mean, I think uh, like I think imagine, all he, the other yeah. parties involved were definitely trying to give Colin his opportunity. You know what I mean? Like the three other guys in the match, I think they were all, you know, being very selfless to let Colin have his time to shine. Um, and everyone seemed pretty, you know, pretty pumped about the the experience. Um, from there, I ditch all of you guys. <laughs> Yeah, because I get invited to the super secret AEW official after party. <laughs> Your ride home is allegedly still waiting for you at the Wolfstein Center. And uh, I was uh, told like, "Hey, you could come here, and um, but no, like, don't say anything to anybody else." So I went, and there was nothing going on at all, like nothing. And so, like, Joey Janela was there, and there was nothing going on. And then me and Janela went to the casino, 
I was going to say, because me and Senka went over to the casino after. I said, let's just go in there. You know, I won that rumble money. So I said, let's throw a little bit of that down. Threw it on the roulette table. Of course, it's a green zero, which is my new lucky number. So whatever. But that's when we saw you guys at the casino bar. Yeah. We Ubered out of there, but I went home, but I saw you and Joey. Yeah, you were like, you were real, you're in a weird mood. <laughs> yeah, like, meanwhile, I'm sitting there at the Wolstein Center with uh, with Dom, and we're like, figure, we know that you guys didn't drive there. He's like, well, I brought him, and he's like, I might hang out at the after party for a little bit. I'm not sure. I might just go home now. I'm like, all right, well, I'll stay, but they're kicking us out, and then all I want is a text back from somebody to be like, all right, we'll meet up later. We're I good. I had someone uh, text That's you. All. You what? I had someone text you because as soon as uh, Young Bucks went into their whole merch lord speech, I was like, I am out of this arena. I am smoking a goddamn cigarette. I'm walking back to fucking yes. Steve Guy's car. And I like luckily bumped into Pod Van Dam and some people. And I'm like, who has Steve Guy's number? Shout out to Jonah. Yes, Jonah had it. And uh, he texted and said, I'm taking Worldwide to the bar. That was my other like- jobber the whole time was like, Jonah, let's go now. He's just yelling at him. I was like such a, I felt like such a a, a dad on this night because uh, Angie Punk got one of the tickets and she's with everybody. She's like, can you guys make sure I don't walk all the way back to Becky's to my car by myself? And Dom and I are like, yeah, absolutely, no problem. And then I'm like, where is Worldwide? His phone is dead. My God, I've lost my child. I don't know where Thorn is. I don't know where Wes is. Snake. I'm like, just somebody text me back and let me know. And then finally, I get the the text from Jonah. Got worldwide, headed to class. Perfect. One down. Where yeah. is everybody else? So like <laughs> Joey and I were like, let's let's walk back. We'll see if anything's going on. If this like, you know, alleged after party was gonna happen or not. And if not, we're gonna go to now that's class. And um we go back and Britt's there and I talked to Britt and then the guy who I had worked with on the event, like the local promotion stuff. Yeah called me over and like i was sitting at a table with like him and jim ross and brit and then tony khan is like right there and we were talking about stuff and uh then like chris jericho comes down and like sits at the table and it turns into like a like i'm the odd man out like i'm like the (laughs) only non-aew employee in this whole room and it was like if i wasn't drunk i would have felt very uncomfortable but i was drunk so i was just talking to Whoever doing whatever, uh, got to talk to Tony Khan for quite a bit. He's a gigantic fan of Monsoon Classics YouTube channel. Who uh, isn't? And like so much so that he pulled out his phone and was like, "Look, this is the number one channel that I watch." And like, it <laughs> like showed me that it's like the first thing that pops up on his phone when he opens the YouTube app. And you know, it was just like small talk stuff, nothing, nothing else. But like. I got to meet Jeff Jones for the first time, Judge Jeff Jones from ECW. What was he doing there? there? He works for AEW. What? Who'd we talk about that we just said that? Oh, Sick Nick Mondo? Oh, yeah. That's what we said. So we're at the Ceno, and I go, dude, I'm like, Joey, where's Sick Nick Mondo, dude? Like, where's all these guys at? And he popped out of the car. Pulls up in a fucking Tahoe, gets out. Yeah. I was like. That was like that oh, was the o- shit. that was the only guy I was like really starstruck to see. Yeah, was sick Nick Mondo. Same here. Dude, this is crazy. I passed him in an alleged hallway, and I was just like, "Oh, yeah, Ooh. it's it's right? strange." I just like, dude, I, I wanted it. I was iced, dude. I wanted I to bullshit iced. with him so bad. Yeah, so like he got like he got out, and um, that was a, like he didn't do any of the after party stuff or anything. But Judge Jeff Jones, he works for him, and him and I like he used to work for Ring of Honor, and we'd never officially met each other, but we would have to like. Uh, if we were splitting a talent or something, we would have to work out travel and things like that. And uh, 
So it was cool to talk to him for a little bit. We talked a little ECW. Uh, he was telling me some good city ECW stories and stuff. And, um, you know, I talked to Bryce Remsburg for quite a, quite a bit. Uh, so overall, it was a pretty good experience. Um, Tony Khan, like, paid for everything, uh, ordered, like, a bunch of food for everybody, uh, drinks for everybody. Like, I, I mean, he was, like, the most personable, nicest guy you could ever imagine. If I mean, he I just could, happens to have billions of dollars. I couldn't imagine I would be that cool or personable if I was like in his situation. But he was just like talking, like just just like us, like talking to everybody. I don't know. Give yourself, don't sell yourself short here, John Thorne. You get that uh, after party envelope from Pedro, and you get everybody shots immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a, there's a two hundred dollar limit on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, you know, even had a couple zeros. Like even no Jer- like sign. Yeah. even Jericho was like super cool. You know, like I I know that he has like his like people that are just like super anti Jericho, but like he was just cool. He was just like hanging out, like talking to everybody, like telling us great like WCW worldwide taping stories and like not you worldwide. Yeah, just uh, uh overall it was a pretty good experience. You know, especially for me to kind of. Show my face and mingle around with people. Yeah. Um, Joey Janela desperately wanted to go to the unofficial AEW Now That's Class after party. We were As there. He had been technically uh, advertised for the night before. And uh, we were hanging out there. I think he only wanted to go if I was going to go. And like, I was just like, there's no way I'm leaving this situation right now, man. Like, <laughs> like you get to, you work for these people. I don't. I'm fucking enjoying it. And I'm, you know, trying to do whatever I can to, like, you know, get my face out there, make some new friends and stuff like that because you never know where that could lead with the possibility of, you know, they're letting more guys do some indie oh, yeah. dates and stuff like that. So I was just trying to be a cool dude and just, you know, hang. And I think overall it was a pretty good experience. I think everybody had a good time. Yeah, class was fun. Yeah. Did you come down from your whatever uh, at that I point? Like- Went well, down, no, you came still back up. I think I left at about one thirty. Yeah, yeah. Stopped you... at my friend's, bought a turkey sandwich. Um, yeah, you came by me like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm getting out of here. I'm like, it's early for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't do it. <laughs> it was okay, very cold all right. I was in bed by midnight. Oh, good for you. I was Go not. I got home about three thirty or four o'clock in the morning. Uh, shout out to Cheech who drove me home. Cheech, because Cheech and Colin eventually found their way there so like me cheech and colin were the only non-aew employees in this entire thing that was going on and uh cheech cheech got me home safely that night and uh, i woke up the next day about uh 30 minutes past when i was supposed to be at work and i went oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) and then i feel like you didn't wake up again until two o'clock in the afternoon yeah then i was like i was still drunk i was still just like out of it and uh I had to take I had to take a sick day because I was not feeling good at all. <laughs> like my brain felt like it was fucking climbing out of my head uh, the next day. So several claws over the line, claws to fucking vodkas, beers. Like I was just mixing it up too yeah. much. He was the wrong kind of mixologist. Yeah, that uh, night. Beer before liquor, never been sick. Yeah, but it's uh yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think it was a cool experience. Uh, right for everybody like i said some of the aw guys i got backstage and booked as extras and got to see how that thing unfolds and you know they all got to talk and you know the 
you know, what you guys can do to come back here, talk. And I, I do believe that, you know, AEW is going to come back to Cleveland from talking to the events guy. Um, that's, uh, that's what they were also saying at the end of the show. Yeah, they were very, they were very happy with the attendance. Uh, yeah, it definitely looked pretty good. They had, you know, they they had about seven thousand paid. Like, was the estimate that they had when I was talking to him at the end of the night. So, they're very happy with that. Which, you know, for Cleveland, like, you know, WWE shows probably aren't even drawing seven thousand sometimes. So, um, especially a house show. So, uh, they were they were all pretty pretty happy with everything. Um, so, I think that they're going to come back. I know a lot of people were asking us, are they coming back? And from all accounts, it sounds like they will be back. So it's not going to be like one of those things where they came, they tried it, and they're not they're not going to return. It was a good time, fun night overall. Uh, shout out to all of you guys that uh, went there and sported your AIW gear. That was pretty cool. Got a bunch of text messages of people watching it at home saying half the crowd was in AIW gear. Guerrilla marketing, appreciate it. And uh, shout out also to Wes Barkley. That was the other half of the text messages I got. Where are you sitting? Oh, I see Wes Barkley. <laughs> Turn it around, going to every time hard cam zooms by, he's just in its face. That's what they call the Barkley effect. <laughs> Yelling at everybody he can. We'll talk, pal. But yeah, we had a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of a lot of AIW fans obviously were there. Um, everyone's sporting those red hoodies. There was a sea of red hoodies yeah. uh, throughout the building, which was pretty cool to see. Um, and, yeah, you know, I, th- I think it was good. You know, I- I've obviously been skeptical of AEW since it started based on the impact it's, you know, potentially going to have on the indies. But, um, you know, it seems like they are doing what they can to kind of help and work locally with independent companies uh, when they can, which is, you know – you know the best that they could probably do in the position that they're in to kind and of more than some folks do yeah and way more than like a WWE yeah. would do you know um to kind of work locally with the community and you know the the local wrestling community uh which is you know which is cool and like i said who knows you know maybe we'll be able to you know book some aew people again and things like that like uh, by all accounts like i think uh all my interactions with people were good i didn't hear too much bad stuff. Tony Khan followed me on Twitter, so that was, you know, a, a good sign of good faith, hey, you know. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, things are things are looking good for at least for at least us. You uh, follow him back or are you letting him sweat a bit? <laughs> I, was already, <laughs> I was already following him, dude. <laughs> I followed him the day EW was announced, bro. Uh, you know, I, you got you to gotta know what everyone's up to, you know. You got to yeah. keep your eye on the industry, so... Well, for uh, I remember that pretty much wraps it up. I know some people are asking about what our experience was and what we did, so here it is. You got to hear it, and uh, yeah, overall, I think it was just yeah. they, they fully like embraced AIW and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was cool. They treated us. I mean, they honestly they rolled out the red carpet for us, which they did not have to fucking do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I gotta say, if you've never uh, seen uh, wrestling in an arena from uh, the second row. Check that shit out. It's good. That's time. what I'm saying. You know, they gave us some second row tickets. They gave us a bunch of other tickets uh, to get, you know, basically the entire school in if they weren't booked. You know, yeah. they, they they allowed us to get more people in, and uh, they were very, very cool with doing all that stuff, which, you know, they didn't have to be. They could have been like, no, fuck you guys, buy tickets like everybody else is. Uh, but they didn't. They were, they were awesome to us to, you know, kind of roll the red carpet out 
So I can't say I can't say anything bad about them. At least, you know, at at this point, um, you know, they uh, they did everything that they could to kind of embrace AIW and the you know the kind of the local roots to the wrestling community. Cool. Well, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, and uh, for worldwide, for Wes Barkley, Josh Bishop, Doctor Dan. John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy, and we will talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. All Elite Worldwide. (laughs) You might be backstage next, brother. We'll see.